Back at it again. <laughs> Episode 31, baby, we here? Oh, yeah. Down the basement. Yeah. Back. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, excited to get after it this oh, week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, before we start, I want to say a thank you to Huncho over here, who put up with me delaying and delaying and delaying <laughs> tonight, because I just didn't have my shit together. Uh, busy week at work, but you know. He understands. Yeah, it's it's bigger than us, man. Exactly. It's no problem yeah. starting to record at 10.30 at night. No, I you mean, know? I don't got to work tomorrow. Uh, you don't? I don't I, oh, oh, no, I do. Oh. Okay. I do. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not like I don't got to work tomorrow. Of course. Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Foolish of me. Kind yeah. Of. You know what? We were pretty excited about this episode. Maddie and I were having a couple little differences earlier. Um, minor. Yeah. Minor differences. Yeah, minor differences. And really it stemmed uh, with the music selection this yeah. week. Yeah. It was... Uh, can you guess who won? <laughs> <laughs> I I thought Creed was a good choice because we touched on it last week. And quietly... Now that we listened to the songs a few times, the intro and the outro, I saw old Maddie tapping his foot <laughs> over there, okay? I saw a little foot tapping going on. Well, she's catchy, I gotta say. Yeah, it's I mean, good, man. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah. And we, we both discussed that it might be the new karaoke choice for both of us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Easy to hit those stap notes. Yeah, man, it's good. It's yeah. Good. But the debate really uh, stemmed from... Uh, earlier this week, uh, unfortunately, a, a rapper out of Chicago named Juice World uh, died at the age of 21. And in BFB Past, we've played when an artist passes away. Uh, we usually play mm-hmm. selections of their music catalog. Um, but as Gord said, and it's very fair, he, he's only he only started coming out in like 2018. Not many people know his music, right? No. no. Um, so... We thought, you know, it might be a little bit too much, but uh, anyways, regardless, I just wanted to give a shout out to him, uh, 21, super young to pass away. Uh, details uh, haven't really been revealed, but he did rap quite a bit about his use of drugs, especially pills, um, and just kind of on an on an eerie note, um, this is kind of a trend going on with the new new hip-hop group coming out. Lil Peep did it, uh, passed away. XXX uh, Extension. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. The same thing happened. And both both those guys, along with Juice, 
uh, were 20 to 21 years old. And Juice knew both of those guys. They passed before him. And he actually just a few months back released a song called Legends where he basically, like if you listen to it now, it's cryptic, where he talks about how, you know, everybody talks about the 27 Club. Yeah. That most artists die. He's like, I don't even think I'm going to make it to 21. And sure enough, uh, six days after his 21st birthday, passed away. Crazy. So uh, if you're in interested in checking him out, uh, his two big hits were Lucid Dreams and uh, All Girls Are the Same. And then that Legend song is definitely worth checking out if you if you, if you want to. Into the rap game. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to pay, pay respects and props. Yeah, for sure. So anywho, wanted to, I know we didn't play him, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rest in peace. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. And onward we move. Pour a drink out for him. Yeah, exactly. Pour a little. Hey, the three guys that uh, lost their divisions, uh, you can't pour out from <laughs> the 40 that you owe, but maybe you could buy a second one and pour out. Yeah. Did I lose the division? No. No, you did not. Uh, that belonged to the two and... Uh, oh, or, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> two. Uh, three. Three win team, the win uh, Rock Pile Rascals. Yes. Or the Wimpers, whatever the hell they're called. Uh, and then Shane owes one, and our Fearless Commissioner owes one. Good, mm. good Kel. Nice. Suck it. Yeah. Can't wait to see you lap up that 40, Kellen, just like a kitty. <laughs> yeah, pour it on the ground. Yeah, we'll put it in a saucepan for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, F31. F31. Who'd you got, Gordon? <laughs> I got. Whoever Maddie's got. <laughs> oh, fuck. As, as the boys were firing about in the chat earlier, you know, they were rooting. Uh, we were pumping the boys' tires a little bit. Yeah, and we were ever so grateful, of course. Neil from the good side of Lenny was, and that felt good. And uh, <clears throat> Pecky had a comment where he said, well, I can't believe the numbers that Matt knows. Because it's like, oh, yeah, he wore that in Washington before he got traded or something like Oh yeah, selling. for sure. And you know, I'm not I'm not as big of a number guy. Oh, I'm huge into it. I'm huge into it. <laughs> 35 Edmonton Oilers, Tommy Salo or Dwayne Rolson. You know, it's quick. <laughs> <laughs> and actually like this is no joke. When I have to remember like a like a six digit code, I'll break it into two number sets and then just think of a player that I know that wears that number. Okay. So like, okay, give me give me a six digit number, anything you can think of. So we do like eight eight three seven. Okay. Twenty one. Okay, so you want to keep it? Uh, well, I can just keep it in the NHL. How about eighty eight? Patrick Kane. Uh, 37 was Mike Pekka and 21 was, uh, Peter Forsberg. So I would just, in my head, I'd just be going Kane Pekka Forsberg. And that's how I remember the, <laughs> and that's how I remember the coat. Kane Pekka Forsberg. Yeah, Kane Pekka Forsberg. yeah exactly. Boom. And then oh. I got it. So, um, so that's just a little. <laughs> when are you remembering all these six digit codes? Well, like, like for instance, like the alarm at work or like, you know, other important shit. You know what? Or like when I get locked in on my Yahoo account and they send me oh. a verification code. Oh, all right. All right. All right. I'm like, oh, okay. Fuck. Um, hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. Not so bad. anyways. Who do we got? Episode yeah. 31. Yeah. I went with Priest Holmes. All right. Former running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, loved him. He was super relevant for fantasy in a while, for a while there. 
Uh, yeah, really enjoyed watching him play. The other big running back that wore 31 was Jamal Lewis. Uh, at DB, you could have gone Phil Buchanan. Uh, Kevin Byard, current uh, safety for the Tennessee Titans, wears 31. And uh, <coughs> I'd say legendary safety at this point. Bam Bam Cam Chancellor <coughs> wore 31 as well yeah. in Seattle. Uh, one of the biggest bitches to ever play. I couldn't... Rational hate. That's a rational hate. This guy, Cortland Finnegan, uh, former cornerback, played for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, he had a massive beef with Andre Johnson, obviously uh, divisional rivals. But uh, if you haven't seen it, they got into a full-on brawl back in the day. And, you know, for all the people going, oh, Miles Garrett swung a helmet. Go watch that brawl and tell me that, like, you know, obviously he's not using down. a weapon. But, boy, they were fucking going at it. Like, Andre yeah. Johnson had him pinned down just feeding them <laughs> with his helmet off. So, anywho, check it out if you haven't. David Johnson yeah. converted running back to fullback. Who's <laughs> <laughs> apparently unhappy in Arizona. Gord's boy. He got one last week, though. He did, yeah. And Gord's boy. This, in the auction league, Raheem Mostert. Mmm. Quietly making Tevin Coleman absolutely irrelevant. Yeah, totally. And Brita, too. Prick. Uh, Bernard Poller, who had the infamous nickname The Executioner. Jason Seahorn, former giant. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, part-time male model. (laughs) Dante Whitner. Who, actually, for a while there, he went from San Francisco to Cleveland because he's an Ohio guy, came back home. He wanted to legally change his name to Dante Hitner <laughs> because he smacked fools. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, changing your name, that's like Ron Artest, like meta world peace. Oh, yeah. But he, <laughs> he was paid money for that, I think. Fuck. Yeah. Meta, bro. Yeah. Um, and then, lastly, we have... Uh, Roy Williams, who patrolled the secondary for the Cowboys for years. And the last guy I found was Antonio Cromartie, uh, who's got quite a story uh, in his own right. He has 14 different children. Fuck. By countless different women. Um, and I wanted to play <laughs> this, uh, this clip from 2010 series of Hard Knocks, which focused on the Jets. Um, the first part is, is whatever, but the second part is him trying to remember all of his children's names. And birthdays. I want to get out there and, like, love up your teammates sometime. I ain't love them up over there. I know you didn't. And what happened? Banged up. And at that time, you said, hey, I'm getting off in one-on-one. What did you do? Beat the hell out of them. Okay. But you don't do, you don't bring that all the time. But uh, what I'm, what I'm trying to say. What you trying to say, I can get turned on as soon as I touch the field and leave it at that. And don't turn it off until I walk out. There you go. What's the hottest part of the fire? Huh? The hottest part of the fire is the blue flame. You ought to be blue all day. There you go. Okay? When you're on the football field, you have to turn, you know, all the aggression on. But as soon as you leave and get home, you got to be that father figure, you know, that, that husband. What is wrong with your hair? What is going on with your hair? I got Alonzo, who is five. I have um, Karis, who is three. I have... My, my journey, which is three, I have a, my daughter who just turned three as of yesterday. Um, I have another son named Tyler. That's yeah, so he turns three in December. I got another uh, daughter that was born October 16th named London. Uh, another daughter that was born named Leilani, who's uh, two years old. And uh, 
I have uh, my newborn with my wife. Her name is Jersey. Jesus Just Christ. Wild. I'm no mathematician. <laughs> but I think he mentioned five children all at three years old. My God. How does one woman get pregnant five times? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think it works no, like that. I know how it works. Shit. Yeah. So those are the 31s for the BFB. 31, man. It's uh, it's up there. Yeah. Yeah, it is getting up there. It's fucking crazy. I know. can't believe it. Well, we got to celebrate something yes. that happened last week. You guys all experienced it, actually. Live on the pod. Live on the pod. And uh, it's actually who's sponsoring us this week. Yeah. Can you tell us who it is, Gord? Well, it's it's a drink that was invented right here in the studio. In the studio. And it's the Rundle Ramosa. Yeah. It's actually, oh. if you swing by the Crest or the uh, Ace Discount Liquor right beside <laughs> Ian's No Frills, uh, it's actually the hottest selling drink on this side of the Northeast Edmonton. It is. It is. It's it's well sought after. Yeah. Um, and it's nice. You know, you can just go into a local neighborhood, Beverly, Abbotsfield pub. Everybody knows your name and you just ask for a, you ask for a Rundle Ramosa. you down and you want to end your life bills to pay a dead-end job and problems with a wife but don't throw in the towel because there's a place right down the block where you can drink your misery away Treating you, Mr. Gumble. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man, I'm loving the Disney Plus and The Simpsons, man. It's good. You can just fucking play them all. Yeah, that I, is nice. I watched the one where uh, the Simpsons get a pool. Oh man, oh, it's the so above ground good. pool. Yeah. What happens to Bart, oh, Bart, Bart and Martin Prince has one, but they put too much chlorine in it or something? No, no, no. So <laughs> they Bart. They get the above ground pool and it shows like a montage of them building it, right? Oh, yeah. And then it like pans out and it's actually a barn. And there's this <laughs> Amish guy like, yeah, that's no pool, though. <laughs> and then so they get the pool and Bart falls off the treehouse. Oh, and breaks his arm. Breaks his leg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, his leg. Yeah. And okay. so he can't go in yeah, the pool all summer. Yeah, and he's sitting in his room with the telescope. <laughs> yeah. And Lisa's like the fucking hot shit, right? And the two twins, man. The yeah. two twins are quietly hilarious, oh. man. They're like, oh my god, Lisa, isn't it nice, uh, like, now that we're best friends with you, now that you have a pool? Like, oh, that's so good. Yeah, that's right. Homer puts the, all the chlorine in it yeah. to clear the kids out, so yeah. their, like, eyes are burning. Yeah. My then, eyes! And Martin gets a pool. Yes. To get popular. Yes, and he wears, like, 15 <laughs> pairs of trunks. That's in the first part. First part, okay, yeah. yeah. When the drive-by pool that Otto is driving <laughs> cruises down the neighborhood. Oh, man, I'm really going to get that back window fixed. <laughs> and he gets, like, splashed with all oh, this water. fuck. 
the last uh, the last Flyers game, uh, Pex asked us who's our who's quietly our favorite character on The Simpsons. <laughs> I said Otto. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, there's so it's hard not to pick Ralph. Ralph is so funny, but he he's like funny. dumb funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, groundskeeper Willie. Groundskeeper there Willie for, is sure. Good for sure. And Millhouse man. Yeah, <laughs> Millhouse is good. Man. Fuck Jimbo. Oh. My shirt's chafing me. Yeah. Uh, my pants are chafing yeah, me. I can't believe it. My pants are chafing me now. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. Well, back to football. <coughs> if we have to. Uh, all right. Well, let's jump into the text and answer segment uh, this week. And the first one is a two-parter coming in all the way from Vancouver. And it's the Corona. And he says, question for the pod. Who are your early picks for the Super Bowl? What do you guys think of a rematch between the Ravens and the 49ers? Both teams are looking good. I would have to agree. I think that might be the Super Bowl preview. It was a great game. And they just, you know, they beat the Saints in a shootout, right? They beat teams the way they have to beat teams. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Lost to Seattle. Last minute field goal. I mean, that game could have went either way. That's true. Um... But, I don't know, San Fran looks good, man. And Jimmy looks good these last few weeks. It's true. <clears throat> yeah, Jimmy's look good. The The Niners have looked good. That was an absolute shootout last week against the Saints. Yeah, it was wild. Um, I regret not starting old Jimmy boy. I think for sure it's a, it's a possibility. I would worry, though, to what, what might, might stop this matchup is how stacked the NFC is is yeah it is and basically whoever's coming out of the nfc is gonna have to go through a gauntlet to get to the super bowl whereas you look at the afc side obviously you can never discount the the pats uh and their cheating ways yeah um and then there's always the chiefs to worry about but after that you know the the steelers have been coming on lately with uh duck at behind center Houston Texans just lost a stinker to the Denver Broncos. And then there's the Bills. And, and who and knows? Then, are they pretenders or are they contenders? And Tennessee is looking good. And Tennessee's fighting for it. But then you look over to the NFC side and you got the Niners, Packers, Saints, Vikings, Seahawks, and Cowboys all sitting in there. And really, other than the, uh, other than the Cowboys, all those teams have a legit shot. At, yeah, at, at going to the they board. can win a game. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, it's hard to say. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would don't I like to see it? Uh, it's hard to say. Out of the AFC, I, out of all all the teams remaining, I don't think Houston can do it. But I'd like to see them in there. Buffalo, I wouldn't mind, and Kansas City, I wouldn't mind. I do not want to see the Ravens have a shot at winning a title. Definitely <laughs> not the Pats. I'm tired of them, and the Steelers. Fuck no way. <laughs> so those are my AFC guys And in the NFC I don't want to see Dallas win it And I don't think they have a shot No, they But don't. I'm fine with eh, Maybe I think I'm fine with any of those other teams winning 49ers, Saints, Packers, Vikings Or Seahawks I'd be fine with any of them Yeah, Got some buddies that cheer for those teams right? Yeah. So you know I've been following Russ on the gram, man. I like him. He's a good guy. Oh man, he was getting so he was getting mocked so hard for how raw raw he was in that last uh, the Monday nighter. Mm. Way to go two zero! I see you two zero. That'd be let's work hard. Like it was just like every staple uh, thing you can say. He just said it. <laughs> yeah, I see you, baby. Time to eat. <laughs> he's a clean cut, man. Yeah, I guess. But fuck, I don't know. 
Big trust. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. I'm excited for the playoffs, though. Yeah, me too. Should be good. His uh, part de was, uh, says, I also want to know your A pool and B pool predictions. So we can jump a little bit ahead. We can talk about the A pool. In the A pool, I uh, was sitting on a bye, and I ended up taking on, I take on Nigel this week. And then in the uh, on the other side, Johnny had his bye, and he takes on Chris. Yeah. So those are the four. Obviously, I don't never never not doubt myself, you know. Uh, <laughs> so I think I'll be in the A pool, and I think it's hard. Oh man, it's tough. I think Chris is going to be in there. Chris is Chris is peaking at the right time. His team's uh, fucking good. And, yeah. Yeah. But honestly, Johnny Johnny could easily get in there too, and he's got an amazing team as well. I'm nervous about whoever would be in there. It, granted that I beat Nigel. So that's my A pool. And B pool, well, that one's already <laughs> down to two. <laughs> it is. Me and old Johnny boy. <laughs> oh, baby. History repeats itself. History repeats itself. And uh, the trends continue. Obviously, I don't think I'm going to lose. Um, and, you know, like I said, Chris pointed it out, second highest projected points for whatever that means. You know, this week. I had I had opportunities, man, and second I, highest projected points with zero bench players. One zero <laughs> one. I have one bench player right uh, now. Well, at least I can't. At least you can't have a fire bench if you don't have anybody to man exactly. that bench. We'll touch on the bench. Later. <laughs> we'll touch Fuck. on the bench later. Jesus Christ. Um, but I mean, I think I'll beat John. Uh. I think my team's good. I think they're going to come through for me when I need them. And, like, come on. Like, Garoppolo, Diggs, Gallup, Lindsey, Barkley, Howard, eh, Dalvin Cook, Siebert, who's been unreal for me lately. It's a good, good kicker. And uh, the Oakland defense against Jacksonville is a bit of a, a wild card, but we'll see. We'll see. If James White has another 30-point game, I might be in yeah, tough, we'll man. Uh, John's losing. <laughs> there's my answer <laughs> okay, good thank you uh yeah no problem bigger than us buddy bigger than us uh okay cool uh feldman our eastern correspondent yeah eastern correspondent wants to know a little bit about cam newton here mm. and he writes in he says give us a little bit of cam newton insight you guys think he's going to be moved and if he is what's the return for a guy like that i don't know man that's tough like because Cam Newton, when he's healthy, is a good quarterback, and he wins you games. Fuck yeah, former MVP. But he needs, like, he needed a whole year to get healthy. So are they going to trade him for pennies on the dollar? Yeah. Right? Well, I That's think, what, like, I don't know. even if he's not healthy and they want to trade him, you got to look at his injury history mm-hmm. and his age. So that definitely takes down his value. You're not going to get a first for Cam. No. You'd be lucky to get like a conditional a third. third yeah. yeah. I'd say. And like, let's say he, it, you put in stipulations, like if he throws for the X many yards or touchdowns or whatever, you could, that could get bumped up to a second or yeah. depending on how, like how the team does once they acquire Cam. Uh, if you would have asked me six weeks ago, five, six weeks ago, I would have said, yeah, he's gone. The, after watching how Kyle Allen's played, that's not a guarantee. No. And do you feel comfortable as the Carolina Panthers brass putting the ball permanently in Allen's hands 
knowing the safety blanket would be, would be gone. Granted, it's not there now because he's hurt, but you always have that presence, yeah. much like Philly did back in the day with Foles and Carson Wentz. True. So, I don't know. Makes you wonder. I think, given the fact that they let go of Ron Rivera as their head coach midway through the season, that was a bit surprising. Uh, he was Cam's biggest supporter. He was. Uh, so that really hurts it. So yeah, just for fun, I'm going to say, yeah, he's going to get moved on. I don't know what the return is, but I wouldn't expect anything more than a third. No, I don't think you're getting much. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay. Well, hit the one from Scotty. Yeah, let's do it. Scotty texted into the boys, a little group chat. Yeah. Says, I love, I, I have to say, I like this method the best. Yeah. Cause it helps the pod. If you put it in the group chat, everybody's read the question. They formulated their own opinions. Let us have the first crack. Okay. <laughs> yeah, give us a little lick first. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. But Scotty writes in, pod question. Compared to their drafted team at the beginning of the season to now, which team moved the most, either for good or, or for bad? Yeah. And uh, we went with a couple different answers. I, I said Andy. Andy started hot. Five and one. Five and one. Yeah. Since then, tanked her. Yeah, it's been a... It's been a been tough a, row. Yeah, tough row for the slide kid. for sure. Right? So I think, you know, I guess I would say changed from good to bad. Yeah. Um, bad to good, it's got to be Chris. Yeah. Right? For sure. But did you, did you not like uh, Chris's team? Uh, out of the draft? Well, I don't know. I was just going by their, their By their stats. current record. I mean, he did battle through taking Joe Mixon in the second round. True. Uh, which is which is pretty big. Evan Ingram was hurt for a good chunk of the time to the point he had to let him go. And then uh, the third running back he drafted after Mixon and Henry was Kenyon Drake and then LaShawn McCoy. So, yeah, he's had to battle. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, you know, he's got guys that had – he drafted guys that had good years – but it took a while to either happen or they would have been streaky since. Yeah, totally. Dante Pettis in the tenth round did no one any favors. No, so. nothing. So yeah, that yeah, I agree with that strong case. I I went with uh, uh, our boy Show Life and the Downtown Degenerates, mm. and I I when I looked at his team at the after the draft, I thought it was top two, top one or two. Yeah, uh, and he walked away with Kamara Schuster. Uh, Smith Schuster, Carry on Johnson, T.Y. Hilton, Chris Godwin, and Miles Sanders, and then took Matt Ryan at quarterback. Well, you look at that roster. Schuster's been battling injuries all year. Kamara was out for a bit and has come nothing close to what people thought he would. Carry on Johnson got hurt. T.Y. Hilton got hurt. Chris Godwin has been money. Yeah, it's a good good round. Yeah, uh, Matt Ryan really hasn't worked out that well for him. Ben Roethlisberger got hurt, so he's definitely had a lot of adversity. And then, you know, he's, like he said before, he drafted Mark Andrews and Darren Waller. Great, great picks at that, at that shitty, shitty position. <laughs> um, but he couldn't, he would never catch a break. He'd yeah. sit Andrews and play Waller and Andrews would go off. And then he'd play, play Andrews and Waller would be on the bench and Waller would pop off for a career day. So I hear you, buddy. I yeah. hear you. So I think that one's the biggest shock to me. Um, I wonder if. I don't think he was, but do you think Scotty was fishing there? A little love? You know what, Scott? It was expected. So, yeah, I'm not surprised by you. 
you a pooler. Yeah, a pooler. And ain't nobody that can take in, take that away from you. <laughs> nobody can take that away from you. <laughs> oh shit. Oh fuck. Cool. Well, our last question comes in uh, from our boy, huge cock Nick. I mean, big dick Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's a fantasy question. He says, I'm in the semifinals of my league, and I have Carson Wentz as my quarterback. After losing all of his receivers to injury, I'm thinking I need to switch it up this week. Give me your pick out of these guys who to replace him with. Goff, Allen, Brissett, and even Gordo's boy, Eli. Kyle Allen? Not Josh Allen, right? Hard to say. You didn't tell. Should we assume? I was gonna say if it's Josh Allen, I'd roll him. Yeah, but if it's Kyle Allen, I don't know if I'd roll him. Yeah. Um, Although Josh Allen, are they playing uh, Pittsburgh? Or uh, yeah. Yeah. They play so that that's a tough matchup. Man, Eli versus Miami might not be a bad play. He didn't look bad last week. Like he came away with like seventeen points. Or something yeah. Like that. Well, fuck Darius Slayton holding it down. Exactly. You got to think if Saquon can get it going against the Finns. That opens up a lot for Eli and those little screen dumps. Those yeah, are exactly. Che- those are cheap and easy points. But the two he threw to Slayton were deep balls. Yeah, true. What, <laughs> they were nice. Yeah, too. oh yeah, yeah. And one of them it was a nice turn by Slayton to house it to get yeah. those extra points. Uh, you know, like, what do you think about golf against Dallas? I'd have to take a look at the quarterbacks versus Dallas the last few weeks. Mm. Who did they play last Because you're a numbers guy. <laughs> That's why, right? No, man. I had Goff. I dropped him. I know. You tried to pawn him off on me. I did. should have done it. Matt Breida. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you almost should have. Fuck's sakes. Uh, who was his last one that he tossed out there? Allen, uh, Goff. Oh, Jacoby smoked brisket. Oh, just Jacoby <laughs> smoked brisket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jacoby's been not bad. Yeah. Um, who do they play? Who does Indy play? They're taking on. Uh, fuck. Who are it's they? It's on the doing? Monday nighter. They play the Saints. Oh yeah. I don't know, right. man. That could be a shootout too. Like. Yeah, you got to look at that San Fran game. Shit, man, that's a tough pick. I don't know. Brisket might be a good pick. Well, yeah, I think it's between. Brissett. I mean, he's consistent. Uh, last two weeks, he's got 18 and then 22 last week versus Tampa. Damn. So, I would almost roll Jacoby Smoke Brisket. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck, but then you look at... Oh, I guess he had a down... Okay, Josh Allen went 33-20-23 and then had a down week against Baltimore with could 10. Could be Kyle Allen, though. With 10, but it could be Kyle. Yeah, fuck. I think... Oh, I'm, it's tough because I don't want to say Eli, so I think I'll roll. Yeah, oh, Jacoby. <laughs> Jacoby would be my I'm going to say either Eli or Jacoby are going to be good for you. That's tough. Fuck. Kiss of death. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. fuck. Well, that's good. Are we hitting pass it around? Oh, baby, yeah. <clears throat> it was nice having an in-studio guest last week. Very. Back to, back to normal scheduling. Yeah, back week. to basics. Stuff that got us here, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which is the exact same spot we started. Do we only have <laughs> one week left? Two weeks left. Oh, no. We can add some other episodes. Are we going to do one playoff episode? Like yeah, that's we what we did year? last year. Yeah. That was good. Super Bowl. Was it a Super Bowl preview or Super Bowl recap? Recap. Recap. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'd have to look into that, but... 
Last ep- last few episodes of last season get a little squirrely. <laughs> what are you talking about? The last couple episodes we recorded recently are a little squirrely. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, pass it around. Yeah, pass it around. Uh, we're going to start with uh, a good story that ended up coming out of the Colin Kaepernick workout. And his name is Jordan Vesey. Uh, basically, or VC, sorry. The wide receiver... Uh, caught that long uh, deep ball that went a little bit viral from the workout, ended up getting signed to the practice roster of the, of the uh, Washington Redskins. So here's how it went down. He met Cap in class years ago. In 2018, he ended up going undrafted. He was cut by four <coughs> NFL teams before he eventually reached out to Cap about being part of his workout because originally the NFL wanted to assign receivers yeah. for Cap. So Cap wanted his own guy. So he reached out to him. The, pl- the clip went viral. He met with the Skins and the Browns and ended up signing with Washington. Yeah. Feel good, baby. Yeah, feel good. Oh, yeah. Um, what do you got, Gord? We can talk about the little, the little Gord's dank stat, Uni, Blunder. Or I guess not Gord's dank stat, just Gord's United. Oh, I love little it. United I love tidbit. It. I'm just going to be over here waxing my pole. But uh, <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs had a little... Mishap with the, I guess not the FDA. What are the airport guys called? Uh, TSA. TSA, there you go. A little mishap with the TSA and their equipment got sent to New Jersey instead of Foxborough. Yes, yeah. So they were were about to have to use a high school team's helmets that had a similar logo to theirs. Yeah, not exact, but very similar. (laughs) And, uh, but it... Ended up all working out, obviously, because it's the NFL, and if you fuck up like that, you're done. Yes. And uh, their equipment did make it to Foxborough to play the game versus Pats. Did you hear, or did you catch wind of what the equipment team had done hours before? No. They were they were supposed to load up the equipment. They, on uh, the, I think it was either Twitter or their Instagram page, released a series of, like, little, like, like TikTok videos about them getting ready for the thing and like they were filming each other packing shit and stuff no way and somebody was like this is what the equipment team was doing instead of making sure it was going to the right fucking place and it was like tiktok videos of these fucking <laughs> middle-aged white guys <laughs> it's fun oh man oh that's so fucking funny man but can you, you imagine them rolling out in that and like <laughs> yeah man that would that'd be a whole 20-minute United by Uni segment next week. <laughs> yeah, you got it, buddy. Oh. Okay. Well, What else you got? Um, uh, I have a nice nice one about uh, Browns punter Jamie Gillen. So this, this past week, the Scottish Hammer, as he's affectionately referred to, who's having a wonderful year, he's by the way. He's having a great year. He might be even a Pro Bowl guy. Yeah, he's looking good. I, I saw that... Uh, <laughs> One of the writers for NFL.com released their defensive all-rookie team and their offensive all-rookie team, and it was a tie between uh, the guy punting in New England, who's a rook, and Gillen. So anywho, uh, the Scottish Hammer kind of had something neat happen to him. This past week, at a, during our home game against uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, his dad was one of the pilots that f- did the flyover yeah, during the national crazy. anthem, which is absolutely crazy. The Scottish Hammer fucking making good, you know? Oh, yeah. Gotta love it. 
Just brothers and sisters are natural enemies, like Englishmen and Scots, or Welshmen and Scots, or Japanese and Scots, or Scots and other Scots. Damn Scots! They ruined Scotland! You Scots sure are a contentious people. You just made an enemy for life! <laughs> Man, Groundskeeper Willie is good. When uh, he greases himself yeah. up in that vent. Grease me up, woman! <laughs> <laughs> My precious grease! Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, the Scottish hammer, you know, reigns true with the guy, man. My dad was born there. Fucking right. So... You know, and you visited family. it, hey? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it's a nice country. Nice countryside. That's where fucking the band you got married. Mr. Worldwide. That's true. Mr. Worldwide. Don't give away his secrets. Oh, sorry. Globetrotters gotta have something, you know. <laughs> some secrecy to them. Oh, man. Well, are we hitting uh, a little sub-segment? What are you thinking? I was thinking we could hit a little Gordy's Feel Good. Ooh, in the middle, I like that. In the middle of the and or pass it around. Yeah, I like that. A um, couple of just quick, uh, quick little tidbits about the boys. Stefan Diggs, guy who I'm rostering, hasn't done very good for me, but you know what he does good for? The community, Maddie. Oh, baby! And he bought 300 winter coats uh, to kids in the DC area uh, where he grew up, obviously. Yeah. Um, as a part of Operation Warm, working with the inner city and. Uh, he said it was a pretty much a hundred percent of the kids were at risk and qualified for um, you know subsidized lunching things right, like that. Yeah, okay. So um, good on him getting the kids some yeah. uh, getting the kids some coats right. Big time, big time. Um, the other one we got is uh, one of the probably scariest guys in the NFL. I would say Mr. Khalil Mack. Oh yeah, most hundred percent, right? But he paid off um, over 300 layaway accounts at a Walmart in his hometown, Fort Pierce, Florida. Yeah. Uh, Estimated cost a little over 80,000. Yeah. Um, You know, although he's he's a bit of a Grinch to opposing QBs, he's not coming coming the holiday time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's just trying to get a little Christmas cheer to everybody, right? Man, it's Christmas time. God damn, Teddy. It's Christmas time. Fire, fire, fire. Beauty. Okay, well, let's touch on, um, I think, maybe a future favorite of the pod, if he continues this trend. Starting running back for the Miami Dolphins, Patrick Laird. (laughs) He's a college walk-on, undrafted free agent, now finds himself in the starter's role. Uh, You know... Lately, to the fantasy community, he's become a bit of a folk folk hero because he's emerging in that in that muddled uh, Dolphins backfield. Uh, actually, on when you look up on social media, you can find fantasy football players with like handles and phrases like Laird Willing, <laughs> Praise the Laird, <laughs> Our Laird and Savior, 
And even Dragon's Laird. Oh, the Dragon's Laird is good. <laughs> Listen to this. Then there's Miami Superfan, who went out and got himself a tattoo celebrating the rookie. Mm. <laughs> on his high, on his left thigh, it simply says Laird Willing, followed by ten five one. On the second line, the ten five one refers to Laird's stat line of ten carries, five yards, and one touchdown in the Dolphins' thirty seven thirty one victory over the Eagles two Sundays ago. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck me. That's Why so would you fucked. get that etched onto you permanently? I don't know. Dragon's Laird is tight, though. Dragon's Laird is tight. Not as a tattoo, but as a hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a nickname. Yeah, a nickname. Yeah, the Dragon's Laird. Enter the Dragon's Laird. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Maybe he'll be relevant next year. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. Number 42. Um, okay, moving along. Do you have anything else for Pass It? No, that's all I got for Pass It. Okay, well, I actually debated if we were going to go through with this. But before we move it along, last week we alluded to on the epi with Stu that Stu enjoys a particular episode and a particular oh. segment of an ep- of this episode uh, Listen to at half speed. So we connected with our boy, and he sent us the timeline. So this is kind of like... The inception of the BFB. <laughs> We're going to be listening to ourselves on half speed. Fuck. So, uh, bear with us. It lasts for a little bit, but boy. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, yeah. And, uh, we hitting... We hitting Gorse Grinder. Yeah. We hitting oh, yeah. Gorse Grinder. Speaking of favorite, favorite... Uh, segments from oh. day one. This has been one of the best. <laughs> the grinder's been good. Yeah, I really <laughs> enjoy. I love it, and it's you know what? <sighs> Everybody needs a little grinder like this in their life, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. This week we got two. We got two. One's a hot topic. The other one is a good Christian receiver that I just love. Oh, before you go, my ask uh, is. Uh, origin of ethnicity. Caucasian. <laughs> Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Oh, yeah, little Cooper I love Cup. that guy, man. Runs out of the slot in L.A. Safety blanket for fucking Jared. Jared. Just Jared. Yeah. Just Gerard. Whatever. Gerard Goof. And uh, last week goes 120 yards. Oh, my. Oh, fuck. 
Holy shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck. Last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning, by the night I count stacks. Knew that ass was real when I hit it, bounce back. You ain't getting shakes. I was taking a drink at the same time. Oh, man. I don't know how I'm going to get through the rest of the fucking seconds. I was just laughing my goddamn ass off. Oh, oh man. God. That clip is funny, but... Incriminating. Uh, not incriminating. It's just... Oh, fuck. It's, it's funny, for sure. <laughs> oh, well. This week, the bounce back boy, Marty... Who she be? It's for you. It's oh. for you, my friend. All right. Oh, please! No, no! Keep my name out of your mouth. <laughs> don't. I let's abort. Let's I cut this segment. I don't know if I it's a it. good thing no. to be featured in one of my segments, Maddie. But here it is. Oh my God, Gord! Don't do it. The BBB this week, my friend, Mr. Odell Beckham Jr. Oh well, I guess. He- you it's, can only go up from yeah, here, buddy. That's true. That's true. They play AZ. Uh, or no, they played AZ last week. Um, but you didn't need them, right? Right, yes. Had the bye. Yes, thankfully. Had two, running, had two running backs that were out too, Jacobs and Bell. I would have been yeah, toast. Yeah, you would have been donezo. Oh, yeah, for sure. Donezo. Yeah. Um, but this week you do need them. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Last week, 39 yards on two catches. But... If you're going to make her to the final, buddy, I think he's got to go for 102 and one tutty. Versus I would AZ. love that. I would love that. I, I hope oh it happens. God. I hope it happens. Do you actually? Yeah, of course. Why? It doesn't matter to me. Oh. I'm, I'm in the beef. Yeah, that's true. I, and you know what? Like, it's fantasy. It's unpredictable. You don't want to bring in, like, past uh, worries or superstitions. I'm not superstitious, but I'm, I am a little stitious. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. You never know. You never know. Hopefully the kiss of death is just a everyone else a segment. thing. <laughs> An everybody else thing. An everybody thing. else thing, but not a Marty thing. Oh, I well, we got a few kiss of deaths coming a little Ooh. later. <laughs> oh, baby. Okay, well, I told Gord I went in depth this week, and I don't feel sorry about it at all. <laughs> I think it's worth talking about. It's the best time of the year. It's the best segment on the show. It's United by Unis. <laughs> Well, you touched on the KC fiasco. I love it. Let me tell you about the Ravens. So, three weeks back, and this is, I gotta give credit where credit's due. Paul Lucas, director of at UniWatch on Twitter, (laughs) uh, mentioned that three weeks ago he he saw 18 Ravens with pockets sewn into their jerseys, purple jerseys. Well, this past week, 22 had them sewn into their white jerseys. Really? Papella pocket be damned. You know? These Ooh. guys aren't worried about being dragged down by the pouch, by the kangaroo little hole. No. Which is fucked because, like, I would be worried about that if it was me. But maybe it's because I'm slow and get caught. Yeah. Know? Who knows? Any- anyways, pretty interesting. Now I want to jump into a little bit of history behind uh, teen numbers for wide receivers. So we touched on it a, a while back that when it was officially allowed by the NFL, the first one to do it was Larry Fitzgerald. 
uh, because in at Pitt he had wore number one, and eleven was the closest thing to number one that mm-hmm. he could get to. So this one focuses on Keyshawn Johnson, the wide receiver out of USC, was projected to be a top pick in the '96 draft. And Johnson knew that, like, the way the game was, he couldn't take off his helmet. Nobody could see his face. He was covered by a face mask. So he thought, the one way I can stand out, make, like, an imprint in people's brains, is by wearing a number not from 80 to 89, which was the requirement at that point. Um, so, originally, he petitioned the, the NFL to wear a number lower. He wanted number three, which is what he wore in college. The NFL denied it right away, though. When he was drafted, he he made a deal with the league that said, if I get drafted by a team where all of the numbers in the 80s are being used, can I then pick a number in the teens? And the NFL said, yeah. So what he did, he waited, got picked by the New York Jets, waited all camp to pick his number so that they were all assigned out and to all these guys that were going to make it or whatever. So he was obviously tricked his way into getting 19. Training cam op- opened. They l- said it could happen. Um, <clears throat> and then what happened was some of those receivers got cut, but the NFL still let him keep the 19, thus opening mm. the door. This is such a funny quote that he said, I wasn't just a unique talent, but a unique personality that could capture the fan base and have fans gravitate toward, you know, me. When you saw number 19, you automatically knew what that stood for and why it was that way. So this is a crazy number. Now, in 2019, because of what Keyshawn kind of opened up the door for, of two, the 229 receivers in ESPN player database, 181 of them wear numbers between 10 and 19, which is 79%. The NFL's top 50 pass catchers this year include 31 receivers who wear numbers 10 to 19 and four who wear numbers in the 80s. The rest are tight ends and running backs. DJ Chark who wore 82 at LSU and then switched to 7 and now wears 17 for the Jaguars, said this. My senior year, when I was able to get 7, that was way more swaggy than any any number in the 80s. <laughs> 80 numbers just don't look good to me. It's hard for you to swag that. A few people can swag it out, but I feel that with my body type, I'm a big receiver, 6'4", but I'm also skinnier, so teen number just looks better. Followed up, Marvin Jones said, The teens, those are for skill positions. Those are the people that have the most swag and stuff like that. I guess that's kind of where it came from. It started to be a universal thing now. And then a different receiver, uh, Jarvis Landry, who wore 14 in Miami and now wears 80 for the Browns, uh, is amongst two of the top 20 wide receivers, along with Tyler Boyd, uh, that wears a number in the 80s. And oddly enough, not a single wide receiver who wears one 80s number, number 85, even has a catch this season. So if you're a wide receiver in 85, you got goose eggs. Hmm. <laughs> Crazy. Just nuts. So that was my deep dive into the teens. <laughs> and we're not even halfway. <laughs> Gord, uniform highlights I'm this week. I'm strapped in, man. <laughs> I'm strapped in. Highlights this week include the Chargers and the Steelers wearing their color rush unis, which will look good. A little darker blue on the Chargers. And the Titans going full baby blue with navy socks. Interesting. We will see. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're coming out of the month of uh, 
where they, they had their awareness month in the NFL, followed up by their military military appreciation appreciation. Oh <laughs> military appreciation. <laughs> Stay hot, Marty. <laughs> military appreciation month. Now we're into my cause, my cleats. And I want to highlight, maybe not every week, but I wanted to highlight some while they're out there. Uh, so I found three that were worthy this week of the BFB praise and acknowledgement. And we're going to start with DeAndre Washington, uh, who chose to have cleats made uh, for gun violence pre- uh, prevention. And here's uh, him talking about his choice. I'm DeAndre Washington. I play for the Oakland Raiders, and I'm representing for the Everytown Foundation. It was a partnership that came um, after my uh, sister passed last year. She was uh, on a vacation in New Orleans, Louisiana, and just kind of an unfortunate situation where uh, kind of wrong place, wrong time. Um, you know, guy was uh, you know shooting in a crowd, and uh, you know, unfortunately, she was one of the ones that got hit, and uh, she lost her life. You know, with her passing, I definitely feel like it was, you know, I had to step up and do something about it. Just bringing uh, light to a lot of these situations that, you know, that we kind of hear uh, every so often now around our uh, around our country. So kind of pushing it to the higher ups, Congress, and, uh, you know, those officials to uh, kind of get something done about it. My sister, she was just a beautiful soul, I think, to kind of sum it up. She kind of commanded the, you know, the, the, the energy in the room, so that was just kind of her spirit. I wear the eye patch on my eye every game, just, you know, with her initials, and uh, I know that she's always with me in spirit. Touchdown, it's always pretty cool to see what guys are, um, are into beyond football, so that's, uh, I'm glad, to, uh, you know, the NFL gives us the opportunity to, to showcase that. Pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, it's good. Give them a little freedom. You know? Yeah. Uh, our second player that we would like to highlight is Frank Ragnow, uh, offensive lineman for, uh, I believe he plays for the Bills or the Skins. I'm not positive. But his cleats um, focus on suicide prevention. And he also has his story to share. Uh, I'm Frank Ragnow, and I chose the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. I did it in honor of my uh, good buddy who... Um, we lost the suicide uh, this past spring with my cleats. I just did uh, just things he liked. He liked to shoot pool. He liked Mountain Dew. A muskie. He liked the muskie fish and then ice fishing hut because he liked the ice fishing. Uh, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, they do a lot of research and they kind of provide a community for uh, people affected by suicide. Not only to help prevent suicide in the future, but also to help those affected by suicide go through uh, life after. So... Uh, so I kind of near and dear my heart, and uh, I just want to bring awareness to it. And right now plays for the Lions. And um, our last one, uh, who will uh, also move into uh, Marty's feel-good this week, oh, is uh, a guy I really respect uh, after reading his story. It's it's pretty incredible what this guy's been through and the adversity and, and the stuff he's dealt with. So uh, our third one is Marquise Goodwin. Okay, here it goes. My cause, my cleats. Oh, nice. I like the colorway. It's cool. Cerebral Palsy Foundation. Next door solutions to domestic violence. I chose uh, Cerebral Palsy because my sister, she uh, was born with it, that condition, and um, has lived with it her whole life. And um, 
she's so special to me. She's been a big motivation for me in my life. Um, and for Next Door Solutions, domestic violence. Uh, my aunt this year, uh, she was murdered. And, uh, yeah, so, um, gotta support that. Gotta support that. And for all the women who deal with domestic violence, I grew up seeing it, uh, seeing my mom get beat, uh, dealing with domestic issues, and um, it's just always a special place in my heart. Showing a lot of kids across the world, you know, who deal with these same things that you can still make something out of your life. You don't have to fall to the pressures of the world or, you know, be a victim of these things. You can use them and elevate your life. Pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, man. Um, and if you look at his journey, it's absolutely incredible. Um, many people know him as a former Olympian, uh, and he also posted the fourth fastest 40 time at the combine since 2003, but little do people know about, uh, his backstory. So he, he was born to a single mom, four kids in the house. He was the only male. Uh, and he ended up taking care of his sisters, uh, getting odd jobs to bring home money for the family. Uh, his biological dad was nowhere to be seen. Uh, his mom described him as a runner from the beginning. Uh, and he said in, in the interview that I watched that he often felt like he was a runner because he wanted to get places quicker because he was running for his sister, who never had the chance to walk, uh, who he talked about a bit in the video. Uh, her name was Deja. And he has always fed her, bathed her, changed her, and has basically been her parent from the get-go. Uh, he supported her physically, emotionally, and financially his entire life. And in fact, she lives with Goodwin and his wife uh, in San Francisco. He moved her out there. Uh, Goodwin met his wife at the University of Texas. Uh, and they were married in 2016 and right away wanted to grow their family. Uh, the Goodwins were unable to get pregnant uh, right off the hop. But then they got pregnant twice. And unfortunately, both times they lost their baby. Um, the second one was particularly tough, though, because the night before... Uh, a 49ers home game. Uh, Goodwin and his wife were at home and uh, the wife and the baby became in distress. Uh, so due to complications, the baby didn't survive, uh, which was obviously devastating news. And um, it was actually a Saturday before a 49ers home game. The couple spent the night in the hospital and in the morning, Goodwin insisted, I'm not going to play, I'm not going to play. And his wife was actually the one that said he had to and he said, it's because your baby boy's watching you. And an hour before kickoff, he let uh, 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan know that he was going to be playing and he was going to suit up. And then uh, this, um, and then he stepped into the limelight. Sorry, we're just just waiting for it to load up here. <laughs> and then this happened. Panthers very happy. Joe's back out there. Nice pickup. Wide open for the speedster. Good one. basically gets to the end zone and collapses uh pointing up to the sky um yeah real tough game and interestingly enough um that was the 49ers first win of that season and it was his first TD catch of the year yeah which is crazy. giants yeah and that was Marty's feel good oh man love it yeah love it <sighs> yeah 
Sorry, it was a bit a bit heavy. More, more well, maybe more okay. maybe more uh, heavier than what uh, our listeners are used to. But I thought it was those are some worthy causes for sure. It's, yeah, it's awesome. It's such an awesome way for guys to bring their personality and their and what's near and dear to their heart out front. Especially when, like, you look at, you know, Goodwin, who's looking to support domestic violence. You don't hear about NFL guys supporting, you know, trying to end it. You hear about all the bullshit about the, yeah, about yeah, the, the few jackasses that are are doing that bullshit. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, yeah, so anyways, really. <clears throat> Helps shed light to a few good guys on uh, in the NFL. Yeah, that's exactly it. Oh, man, the milk carton minutes. It still has the best intro. Oh, yeah, I love it. It's so good. It's so good. Um, I mean, obviously, we're switching gears a little bit here, but the milk carton minutes always a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah, for sure. Um, it usually gives me a nice opportunity to poke fun at myself, too, <laughs> which is nice. Yeah. And, and you know, I like doing it for the pod because lots of times I know it's well-deserved. All right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bigger than us, man. Bigger than us. And uh, this week in the Milk Carton Minute is, is my entire team. <laughs> <laughs> and mostly my bench. Because <laughs> last week I started with Rogers, Evans, Diggs, Lindsay, Barkley, Griffin, Cook, Jeffrey, Ridley, Garoppolo, Gallup, and Geis. Nice. Solid lineup. What I'm thinking is going to be not bad, so I'll end up losing. And then what happened? <laughs> well, Alshon Jeffrey. Heard something pop in his ankle. Non-contact injury. Yeah, Done that's for the bad. Year. That was bad. Calvin Ridley. Abdominal injury. Announced it on Instagram. Done for the year. Yep. Mike Evans. Hamstring. Doubtful for the rest of the year. This is true. Okay. Geis, who was just kind of like an insurance pickup. And was picking it up lately. I picked exactly. him up. I picked him up too in a league. Yeah. So what happens to him? <laughs> MCL sprain or ACL sprain. Yeah, they're like, thankfully it's a sprain, which is like his third knee injury since he got to the league. Ryan Griffin on the IR. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I legit lost. <coughs> Pretty much half my team. So they're they're still locked in, in Andy Dalton's basement. Oh, they're yeah. They're done. They're, man, Fuck. they're down there. The rifle's got his rifle out. Oh, man. Guarding that door. So now I legit have one person on the bench. And, and no interest Aaron in Rogers. picking anybody else. Up. Nope. Nope. I'm just rolling with what I got. Fuck's sakes. Can't get blamed for your bench just outscoring your starting lineup if, <laughs> if you, you don't, don't have, have one. <laughs> if you don't have one. Oh, I love it. Oh, man. Oh man. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, it is. Lost all control, boy, man. Not even. 
Oh, man. <laughs> Who sings that song? Lady Antebellum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Why not? Oh, missing, man. Why not? You're a country guy. I've, I've seen myself on the back of milk cartons mm. the last three weeks. Yeah. And now this week is just... If this week I've got... depth. It's got <laughs> <laughs> Gord's depth non-existent, but I only got one more game to play. Exactly, one more game so, to win, buddy. Get that mentality fixed. One more game to win. Oh, baby. <coughs> Nervous though. You should be. <laughs> you fucking play dance with the devil. This is the third time in a row. Oh, Our third man. time now. You're gonna get you're gonna three get out of five. <laughs> three out of five. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Could, but what if I win though? <laughs> oh, the legend grows. Yeah, the legend does grow. Yeah, the fucking El, El Huncho with El Diablo. Oh, man. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, well, let's talk about dank stats here. Tom Brady and Julian Edelman were 42-0 and at home against AFC teams in the regular season together until last week yeah. when the Chiefs did the unthinkable and beat them. At 24 years old, Patrick Mahomes is the youngest quarterback to beat Bill Belichick and Tom Brady in Foxborough during the regular season. New England has been had been 29 and 0 against starting quarterbacks under the age of 25 at home since 2001. And if you look at their losses this year, New England has lost to Lamar, Deshaun Watson, and Patrick and Mahomes. All under 25. Oh baby. Yep. But the other two were away. Yeah. We were talking about Super Bowl predictions. Well, how about this NFC Championship preview maybe? This past week, Saints took on the San Francisco 49ers. That was such a fun game to watch. It was great. And listen to these stats. Jimmy Garoppolo, 349 yards passing. Drew Brees, 349 yards passing. Garoppolo, four tutties. Brees, five tutties. Crazy. And Brees ran one in, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Prolific. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Um, Steelers. Okay, with their win last week over the Cardinals, they can finish with... (laughs) At worst, an 8-8 eight eight record. So, per our friends at Elias Sports Bureau, it's Mike Tomlin's 13th straight non-losing season, tying Don Shula for the second longest streak to begin a head coaching career in the NFL. The longest belongs to Martin Sch- Marty Schottenheimer from 84 to 97. Tomlin is good, man. Yeah, I like him. As much as I dislike the Steelers, i got to respect Tomlin. He, does, to. he gets the most out of everyone. Yeah. He's a good And coach. has dealt with shit. Yeah. <laughs> Look at who he's dealt with. Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Emmanuel Sanders has a little sass to him, you know? Yeah. Uh, fucking Mike Wallace. Like, all these all these guys and juggling them all. Ben, you got to yeah. include Ben in there. <laughs> yeah, you, you do. You got to juggle all those guys. And, boy, he's not only done it, but he's been successful doing it. So I'll give Mike Tomlin some love. I think it's a beauty in Juju, though. Yeah. And Juju. Yeah, Juju is a beauty. Yeah. Connor's a good guy too. Connor's a good guy. Can't too. hate Connor. No, you, you know can't. he's a good player, and his story is obviously incredible. Yeah. Uh, okay. This one's stick tap. Thanks, Show Life. Show Life gave me this stat. Oh no way! Undrafted quarterbacks are four and zero versus number one pick over number one overall picks at quarterback this year. Really? Yeah. Crazy. Who? The under, who's the undrafted versus... Versus number one pick overall quarterbacks this year. So I assume some of them came against Kyler and Baker. Okay. As the ones. But like fucking Delvin, Devlin Hodges, that guy from the Broncos, 
and uh, whatever Drew the guy Locke. before no before Drew Locke they started Brandon Allen or something oh, yeah. like that yeah he he's probably one of them something like that okay hmm. Gord Eli Yo. Manning Eli now one of five quarterbacks since the 1970 merger to throw at least 40 touchdown passes of at least 50 yards don't question his arm strength <laughs> he joins his brother Peyton who had 46, Tom Brady, who has 44, Drew Brees, who has 43, and Brett Favre, who had 43. Really? And he's sitting at 40. Good for him. Yeah, big long time. Long ball. Yeah, oh, yeah. Talk <laughs> about long ball, Gord. Feed me. I love it. Tape to tape. Snap that pass over here. Perspective long ball. The Titans. We got to talk about them. Over the past 40 seasons, there have been just 34 games in which an offense has averaged 9-plus yards per play. Okay. 40 season, 34 games it's happened. The Titans have done it twice in the last two, uh, three weeks. Shit. Yeah. No. Average nine yards a play. Per play, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill's going to get paid by Tennessee. <laughs> oh, as he should, man. <laughs> Can't argue the numbers right now, but can he continue it? That's the bigger question. That's, that is the, yeah, it's tough. And we saw him live. Yeah, we did. And we, we were joking. We, we, we scoffed it. <laughs> we scoffed it. We did. Oh, yeah. We were cheering for it to happen. Boy, what a turnaround it is. Browns running back Nick Chubb. Oh, okay. Shit. <laughs> Only player in the NFL with at least 75 scrimmage yards in each of his team's games this season. Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just trying to pour okay. myself a maple yeah, here. Sure. Oh, yeah. The maple's nice. We spilt some maple down here a couple weeks ago, and I didn't know it was on the table because there's like a little little crevasse. Like it can get it opens up. I can keep blankets in this table. Okay. And some must have seeped through some way, but there was like I was like I keep smelling maple, <laughs> and like the Friday I was I was feeling a bit rough, yeah. so I was like, oh, I don't want to hear this anymore. Um. So anywho, I found the, found the cause of the problem. A little maple probably got spilt. Yeah, maybe a bit happens. Okay, so listen to this. This is kind of an odd stat. Do you think history shall repeat itself? So Peyton Manning, in his twenty-five, uh, his age twenty-five season, which was his fourth in the league, he uh, compared to Jameis Winston's uh, age twenty-five seasons, which is his fifth in the league. So this is where they were at the same around the same time. They both. Uh, had twenty. They both have twenty six pass touchdowns at this point. Uh, Winston tossed for forty one hundred yards. Peyton was forty one hundred yards. They each had twenty three interceptions. <laughs> they each had five. Oh, Winston has five pick sixes. Peyton had six pick sixes. He uh, Jameis had six wins. Peyton had six wins. Rating was eight point four nine. Uh, Manning's was eight point four one, and completion percentage was around sixty one for both. So do you think Jameis, like, for all of his faults, he is legit on pace to lead the league in touchdown passes and, and interceptions? And yards. And yards. Yeah. What do you do with that? I don't know. Do you keep him? Do you, you're like, okay, well, that's Jameis being Jameis. We'll live with that. Much like the Packers did for a while with Favre. Yeah. Do you live with it, knowing that the guy can sling it and you got two studs out of wide receiver, especially Godwin, who's just entering his prime? Yeah, it's true. I don't know, man. That's a tough situation over there in Tampa. I don't think Jameis is that bad, man. Yeah, yeah, he throws picks, but he he throws tutties too, man. Yeah, obviously. 
Dude, that was the most Booger McFarlane quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he throws picks, but he also throws touchdowns. <laughs> he does, man. He throws lots. Fuck yeah. But he throws lots of both. Okay, so figure these stats out. Up until last week against the Rams, the, um, Josh Gordon had been undefeated this season in the NFL. Yes. So he was 6-0 and against the Patriots and 3-0 and with the Seahawks going into the Rams game where he got his first loss of the year. On the other side of the ball, Kenyon Drake is winless this season. He Poor went guy. 0-6 with the Dolphins and now is 0-4 with the Cards. Oi. And I knew I can't move on to Marty's milestone until I give your boy and maybe a fantasy helper for those friends out there in Darius Slayton. Yeah. Gotta give him love. Yeah, man. He deserves it. He is the first rookie with 100-plus receiving yards and two-plus two touchdowns in multiple games since 2014 when OBJ, uh, Mike Evans, and Alan Hearns did it. Good for him. Yeah. And milestones this week. We got Trey. Oh, baby. Trey Bien. Marty's milestone. Okay. Travis Kelsey, first tight end in NFL history with four consecutive 1,000-yard seasons. Abolish the... Abolish the position. Abolish the position. Okay. <laughs> Trey Edmonds and Terrell Edmonds, members of the Pittsburgh Steelers, also known and also brothers, are playing their other brother, Tremaine Edmonds, who plays for the Buffalo Bills. This is the first time in NFL history that three brothers have played in the, in the same NFL game. Really? Yep. And it happened tonight, a little sneak preview. We jumping ahead. Lamar yeah. Jackson is now the new NFL quarterback single-season rushing record holder, passing Mike Vick. So cool. He grew up idolizing him. Uh, Vick was pumped that it was him that broke his yeah, record. Exactly. Sent him a c- congratulatory video today. Uh, Got to feel good for him, no matter, even if he's a Raven. You know, Helps that he's also my fantasy quarterback. Yeah, he's so. lots of guys' fantasy quarterbacks, and yeah, lots of guys – are doing pretty damn good because they have Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that's right. You might draft that guy in the second round next year. Guys might draft him in the first round. Yeah, I've, I'd i say so. We talked about it last week. Like, we even were talking about saying if guys want to go quarterback, you'd go in the top five. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. But are we wrong, though? No. No. Because he's a point machine. Oh, he's been incredible this year. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Can he keep it up, though? Can he keep it up? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I, t- I say that, like, I say that Dank Sats. Dank, okay, let me clarify. Dank Sats is my favorite one to prep and to, like, accumulate all these numbers from all these random sources and not source them. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, like, I like prepping it. But I have to say, Grinders might be my favorite because. I like picking the song for the grinder. <laughs> so this week, Gord said, you know what? I got a grinder outro. And I was like, sick. Perfect. He's like, I'm worried we got the same song. I said, no, not at all. That wouldn't happen. And he's like, well, what uh, genre is it? And what did I tell you? Late, Con- yeah. late 80s country pop. Yeah. Fusion or something? No, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I don't know when this song was released, but fuck it. It's good, and you're going to love it. <laughs>
That's coffee. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. Working oh, that. Man, we're working it. We're hitting Gord's Grinder. Have to. Oh man, Dolly. Yeah, that's right. I was always a big <laughs> Jolene guy too. Oh man, that song's incredible. Good song. That man. song's so good. Dolly's good, man. Yeah. And uh, we kind of touched on it earlier. This is this is a John focused app <laughs> because he um, said in the chat that it's. Whatever, I don't know. He was trying to make claims against me if I said his players in any of my segments. Yeah, keep my... Don't... Make sure you don't do that. Yeah, make sure you don't do that. <laughs> my show, buddy. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, and, he, and he said it so early tonight. Don't you know? <laughs> we but, I mean, this one's not even a prediction one. Oh, wait. Because Gord's Grinder is yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, I'm keeping him... I'm keeping him around, all right? Okay. And it's Mr. Tyler Higby. Oh, yeah, you know, okay. I haven't had a grinder tight end in a while. Right. It's Because it's usually a running back or a receiver who goes off, right? Yeah. But you know what, this week? And Lord knows you need to give the tight ends some love. They I never get give any them their from day. you. And yeah. this week, a lot of guys, you know, they had decent weeks, but they were all scoring. Okay. But Mr. Higby, he did not, all right? Um, he was working. He was working. He just got off the iron on a big, you know, downtown L.A. skyscraper. Yeah, right? walking you know, that I-beam. Walking the I-beam, yeah. having lunch up there. Um, <laughs> and he went up for 116 yards on seven catches uh, versus Seattle. 15.6 points. God damn. Give it to the guy. I like Give it. Give it to the guy. I like it. And uh, you know what? It was just nice because after that long, long, hard work week, he was just, he was excited. Grinders, he's a blue collar guy, man. Oh he's God. a Monday to Friday guy. This is so <laughs> odd. Okay, legit, Huncho and I did not talk about what you did not tell me what your outro was. No, correct? I no. Okay, speaking of the kiss of death, do you know what John's go to karaoke song is? <laughs> that. No <laughs> way. Yes, at my 18th birthday, he sang that at the karaoke night. Loved it. The only song he knows the words to, I can guarantee. <laughs> oh. Talk about the kiss of death. Oh. Oh, baby. That was so crazy and so fitting. Loverboy working for the weekend is his karaoke song? Working for the weekend or Howlin' Like a Wolf, whatever that fucking Howling song is. Howlin' Like the Wolf. Like <laughs> yeah. by Duran Duran. Duran Duran. <laughs> Who fucking sings that? I don't know. Hungry oh, like hungry, a, hungry, like a, hungry like the wall. <laughs> hungry, not howling like the wall. Oh yeah, I'm the only one that said it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, well, where do we usually go next? Um, usually the tank. I think is it. 
Or No Frills? Yeah, No Frills. I think we might have forgot about No Frills. Oh, okay. Oh, whatever. Well, quick one. Yeah, hold on. Uh, I have a grinder segment of my own. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, you touched a bit on my unis, and um, I want to touch on the grinder a bit. And we're going with Marty's Mucker. Mm. And I don't know how we can move forward with this week without acknowledging our hero and uh, beautiful, beautiful place kicker for the J- for the Miami Dolphins, Jason Sanders. Yes. Jason Sanders scored all of Miami's points in a close 22-21 to loss to the New York Jets. I'm sure you were all tuned in. <laughs> Seven field goals made on eight attempts. Honestly, where would the Finns be without, without Jason Sanders? You know, I was always so tempted to get the barbed wire armband, you know, but I never did it. (laughs) What about the sun with 98 degrees inside the sun? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Fucking hotter than the sun, man. Oh. (laughs) Oh, baby. Yeah, okay. Well, let's hit it. Let's hit that uh, milk carton. The, or, well, or wait, was it milk carton? No, no, no frills, no neighbor. <laughs> it was just a quick one this week, and it's it's Mr. Boston Scott. Oh yeah, Philadelphia like running back. I mean, Philly Scott came out of fucking nowhere. Fifty nine rush yards, one rush tutty, six receptions, sixty nine receiving yards uh, on my precious G man. <laughs> um, you know it's uh, it's tough for a guy. But when you stay hot like that, it's, it's you know, hot tamale, hot damn. <laughs> Give it to the goddamn guy, okay? Hot tamale like me. Oh, damn oh, it. Play it again. Play it again. How is someone so lame related to a hot tamale like me? <laughs> oh, oh, man. The no frills, no neighbor. Nobody's seen him. Nobody's heard of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Philly Scott, Boston Scott, Texas Scott. <laughs> Yeah. New Mexico Scott. Oh, man. Boston Scott. That's not a bad name. It's all right, yeah. Is it like two first names? Boss. Boston? Boston. (laughs) Like a a reggaeton guy? Boston. Boston. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Jesus. Well, what are we rolling next? Well, the Fearless Tank. Fearless and Tank. You let me know where you want to go with this one. Man. Actually, okay. Let me let me take away some of the heat on you in this segment. Because your record is abysmal. But I was recently um Oh yeah, you were called out. I was I was accosted, I would say. Oh uh, uh, fact checked. Fucking fact checked, I guess, but cyberbullying nonetheless. But <laughs> anywho, uh Commissioner Goodkell called me out, basically. 
And you said, Matt, you took a win last week with um, with DeAndre Hopkins against the New England Patriots. And you said you, he was held in check, basically, by Stephon Gilmore, but you neglected to mention that he threw for a touchdown. Which I honestly forgot that the shovel pat, like the <laughs> like sideways lateral was going to count as a completed touchdown. Well, it's passed. Because it was a lateral, right? But they deemed it a pitch. So yeah. because of that, it was a touchdown. So yeah, I guess I, I guess I did forget to mention that, Kel. <laughs> which is fine. I mean, you must be an honest guy. But I just, I want to put a warning out there. Snitch. Don't let your mouth open up because you don't want to see the head open up. Fucking watch yourself, Kel. <laughs> Keep your nose in your own backyard. Oh, man. Hey, thanks, Kel. Ugh. Hey, man, he's he's calling you out, man. Everybody needs a, you know, a check and balance system or whatever <laughs> it's called. Yeah, I know, but I had um, I had you and Stu going along with it. Everything was hunky-dory. Just give give the Matt his meaningless win in a meaningless <laughs> stat. But I'm a stat guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that no one cares about, you know. But I don't know. Like, I guess earlier in the episode, um, Gord uh, mentioned, uh, was able to, or sorry, Teddy was able to work in a Grinch clip, which was suitable to the season. But I have to say, like, after, you know, like maybe for the, for the, I guess the betterment of the pod and the league and to make you feel better because of your shitty record. Hey, no. <laughs> I will accept it and I will amend my stats. But yeah, I just want the people out there to know, like, I understand, but I tried to get away with it. I guess it didn't work out. Disgust me. How can you live with yourself? Just cool it, Zippy. You sit on a throne of lies. Look, I'm not kidding. You're a fake. I'm a fake? Yes. How'd you like to be dead? Huh? No, he's kidding. You stink. I think you're going to have a good Christmas, all right? You smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> fuck. Aggressive ad. Yeah, there. very. But fuck, you know. Okay, so I amend my record. Okay, so, okay. let me review this week. And keep me in check, Kel. Fact check me, baby. I said Kyler Murray against the Steelers would have a miserable week. I said he would have 175 yards passing, throwing for only one touchdown and two picks. And that he would also rush for 30, under 35 yards. But goddamn was I close. He had 20 completions for 194 yards, a mere 19 more than I predicted. He had two touchdowns, one more than I predicted, but... He threw for three picks instead of the two that I predicted. So, ergo de facto, a few calculations that y'all cancel out. And I think with only that, uh, you know, little bit of window of a little bit more yards, we got to take that as a win. We have to take it as a win. I don't know, man. So, that is, of course. You only got one out of three. 
But I said one touchdown, he got two. Okay, that I take that as a loss. I said two picks, he threw for three. So those cancel out. So then we just look at the yards. I said 175, he threw for 194. Still Not more. that off. Still more. Man, I, I'm slim. In, in your own? Well, not that slim, but scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. No, I take my lo- I take my lumps. Okay, well, I'm gonna take that one as a W. Um, <laughs> but if that's of course, we'll it, let the listeners decide. Yeah, we'll let oh, Kellen decide. Yeah, King Snitch could Kel Snitch just stitch <laughs> you up, motherfucker. If he finds it acceptable, we'll see. At tight end, uh, I said Zach Ertz against the New York Giants would have a tough one on Monday night. Um, I said four catches, 32 yards, no trips to the end zone. Holy fuck. Um, this is a loss, for sure, no doubt about Huge it. He, he went to the end zone twice. He had 94 yards, 10 catches. Who would have thought that all those wide receivers would get hurt? But obviously, it just straight demolished me. You know, I don't know what else to say. I've struggled this week. So I go one and one, my overall record. I'm not tight as fuck. <laughs> Fucking sitting one below uh, 500 at 11 and 12. Oh, yeah, losing tough. record. Losing record. Welcome to my world, buddy. <laughs> Last week, came into this week 5 and 17. Um, Such confidence said in that statement. <laughs> Last week, I, uh, I predicted Stu's boy, Mr. DJ Moore. Uh, would have 107 yards and one tutty. You love DJ Moore. I do love DJ Moore. I have him in the one league. In the PPR league, he's not bad. Turned it on lately. Actual stats? Four receptions, 81 yards. Not great. No, not <laughs> great. But Eight, I have to say... 8.1 points. For DJ, before you continue, DJ Moore, going into the season, uh, Kurt, uh, Curtis Samuel was the guy. That everybody's like, that's the hot receiver to get in Carolina. Even though DJ Moore had put up consistent numbers. I've always been a DJ Moore guy. Yeah, and I have to say, I took the bait. And I took Curtis Samuel in two out of my three leagues. And I'm wishing that I had gone DJ Moore. Because Curtis Samuel, yeah, he's had a couple nice games. A couple two-touchdown games, which has been good on my bench. But DJ Moore has been more consistent. Absolutely. And he's, clearly he's a guy number you can one. start every week. Yeah. Hard to say if Cam would have stayed healthy if that would be the case, but DJ Moore has been consistent his whole career. Yeah. I don't know why people were doubting him. I don't know why I doubted him. So I'm repenting, I guess. I never doubted him. Gordon never doubted him. No, I did not. DJ Moore was always my guy. But, you know, he didn't live up, so I'll take that one as a loss. Okay. Right? Nice. Um, even though it was like 26 yards more. Well, yeah, it has to be under 20 for it to be acceptable. Oh, okay, I was 19. Okay, it was 19 okay. with uh, my... Making rules up my, No, it was... Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. All right. Melvin Gordon, I said last week, would go 92 rush yards, one tutty, 40 receiving yards, receiving tutty. That's a pretty bold fear. Yeah, why not? And... What's it gonna What's gonna happen? Your record's gonna get bad. Fifty five rush yards, one tutty, twenty nine receiving yards. Obviously, <laughs> gonna take that one as a loss. Oh my god! So five and nineteen. 
Yeah, fuck. You know what's happening right now is uh, my record's taking a hit. Gordon's has never been respectable. And it it, harken, it it made me think of this Simpsons quote. And uh, you you can venture with your own mind who's who in this scene. Wow. How'd you find it? This is where I come to cry. Cool. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm starting to hate this fucking segment again. It's hard. it's hard. I have been all year about it. I haven't hit once. Like, five times, that's pretty poor. Okay. But, Shit. who are you going with? This week. Yeah. It's an all Johnny week, baby. <laughs> the Rock Pile. Oh, yeah. He, he said he was stitious yeah. about me picking him. Yeah, he's a little stitious. I'm not superstitious, but I'm I am a little stitious. <laughs> so this week it's all Johnny Fearless. Oh yeah, I and, fucking love it. And I think his uh, quarterback Russell Wilson versus Carolina. Carolina's obviously checked out. Yes, but they the guys still want to play. You know, they're still going to compete. Oh yeah, for um, sure. But Seattle really needs a W this week. To get back atop the NFC West. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to go for about 332 through the air. Three tutties, 42 rush yards, and a rush tutty. Oh, nice. That's a nice looking week for All a guy right. facing the Gregor. All right. Facing the Gregor. Staring it right in the eye. And then you know what? Tight end, Mr. David Njoku. Your boy. Oh, yeah. Your boy. boy. The Nigerian Your chief. Your boy. Yeah, Nigerian chief slam, baby. Chief. Arizona is infamously bad at covering tight ends. Yes, I love uh, this. Yeah. Gives up the most fantasy points to tight ends. Um, I I need it Yeah. to hit. Yes, like, I do too. I, I want it for the Browns. I need it bad. Because yeah. I... My <laughs> record cannot keep getting any worse. I don't think you mentioned what your current record is. It's five and nineteen. <laughs> I mentioned it. <laughs> okay, sorry. I, don't mean to I mentioned it. It's okay. But you know what? This one, I think I'm going for a reasonable hit. Here. I think it. No, I think I think that's got potential to go two and zero. Oh. Seventy three yards and one tutty. Modest. You're right. Yeah. Modest. Yeah. Um, if I can't get away. Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you. You you could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything. Oh fuck! I am dreaming. <laughs> oh fuck! Well, hopefully I can turn around the luck, get back over five hundred uh, this week, and go two and zero. We'll see. Went big game hunting here, Gord. At wide receiver, I got Tyreek Hill against the Broncos. Hill has scored 19 touchdowns since the start of last season, which leads the NFL. That being said, this is he's taking on an underrated Broncos secondary, and he's uh, and I think um, he's only well, no, I don't think I know this. <laughs> he's only mustered up 12 points in his last two games, fantasy wise. I think Mr. Hill will struggle again this week. Under 45 yards receiving, no touchdowns. Come on, baby, I need this. <laughs> Running back, Alvin Kamara against the goddamn Indianapolis Colts. 
This season has been, by and large, a massive disappointment for Kamara. Huge. I was saying to Gord before we started this, I... Okay, so in the Triple F, the way we figured out the first year of drafting was we just put out a big table. Did we talk about this already? Maybe. Big A big table, put numbers underneath a, bo- a bunch of red solo cups, mix them all up, put them in a diamond shape, and Played had a throw-off. Beer, beer pong. Beer pong. And whatever cup you landed in, that was the number you got. So anyways, I threw, and I got... Uh, I was throwing for C-Rob. I was throwing for myself. I got uh, one, one and, two. and two. I got three. Yes. So I got I got <laughs> one for C-Rob. I gave him Saquon. He got hurt, obviously. Not the season we envisioned. At two, myself, I legit walk up to the board, and you think, Kamara McCaffrey, I can't go wrong. Like, I legit was like, I don't really care who I get out of this. I didn't care if I got two or three in that spot. Yeah. I was like, I'll take whoever, because you. I thought he was going to have a huge year. Did not. It did not happen. And the difference between taking Kamara and McCaffrey is massive. Huge. That's huge. I That's, was in second. Oh, God. So, anywho, I predict him to tank. <laughs> and it's not because of grudges. <laughs> it's 100% because of grudges. Oh, man. Okay. So, now he takes on an Indy D. But there's stats, right? They've given up the fifth fewest fantasy points to running backs this season. Disappointment will continue for owners and for Kamara. I think he'll have less than 30 yards rushing, less than 30 yards receiving, no scores. Latavius Murray's role in that offense is too goddamn big right now because Alvin Kamara is not reliable enough. Yeah. It's hard to say that because he's so fucking good, but what's going on? Murray's a little fucking free train, man. Yeah, fuck. Goddamn. Well, fire it up. Fire it up. What do we got? Buds and duds? Yeah. Want to hit us with the suckas? Oh, man. There's a few. We'll, we'll, we'll quick through them. Yeah. Chickity, check yourself. <clears throat> Who you got a quarterback? Matt likes buds more because it's slightly easier. To research, yeah. <laughs> well, when you're doing 75% of the research, it helps. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. Three sheets tonight. Yeah. Double-sided? No. No. Two and a half. Two and a half, not double-sided. <laughs> not even line paper. It is loose-leaf <laughs> computer paper. So if you were to put that on a on an actual, <laughs> legit, Hillroy loose-leaf, would that equal a full two pages double-sided? Probably not. Probably two pages for sure. Two pages for sure. Oh, you did double-side. Yeah. Oh. Two, two are double-sided, one isn't. That's why I said two and a half. Fuck's sakes, two and a half double sided. The yeah. Hebrew would be nice, so but you, you know, have the Hebrew. I'm a computer guy. I'm a computer guy. Computer paper guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, we hit in the duds. Um, I just have to say, like I, when I think about it, I cannot fathom the way you plan, and I'm sure you think the same. Likewise, like like I just can't imagine just. Just sitting down at a desk and handwriting everything. <laughs> like, that whole action is so foreign to me. I like it. And then it. the fact that you just wait till, like, the last day to just pile it all together. <laughs> where, like, I'm throwing shit on my notepad, on my phone, legit, as soon as Sunday morning kicks off. Well, I gotta, you know, I I don't have the, I'm, I'm not a tech guy. I'm not calling you out, but it's just, like, I can't. Imagine writing, handwriting, <laughs> everything. That's the biggest thing. I like the handwriting of part about <laughs> it. 
But like, don't, like for parts. all the for all the clips that you find for Ted and all the songs that Ted likes to play. Well, that's why I gotta have. I'm a dual guy. I'm a phone and writing guy. Yeah, so you basically have like a soundboard. I got a soundboard. I got oh, it lined right. up. Okay, I got yeah. it lined up. All right. So, you know, it's just hey, different strokes, different folks. Yeah, man. I didn't mean that as an attack. No, by no means. But you know what I mean. He's joshed like, me because I got the Gregor this week. He's already trying to break me down a little bit. No, I, I, I'm <laughs> cheering for you in the Gregor. I, I, I think John's going uh, to lose. lose. But, you know, I just have to say, like, like for me, like, I do things on my notepad. Like, <laughs> my the segments need to be bolded, whereas, like, the content within the segment needs to be non-bolded. <laughs> And I know that Gord would wouldn't give a fuck <laughs> if there was a capital in the whole goddamn notepad, you no. know, like let alone a period. Like you no. would just well, uh, <laughs> it's point form. It's all point form. <laughs> oh man, oh man. But the thing is, you got the gift of the gab. That's why you yeah. can elaborate. Yeah, that's charm. You know, exactly, charm. Sometimes it runs. It runs dry. It runs dry. I mean, I. I haven't seen that ever happen with you. Are you kidding? In any setting. All right, all right. Let's get back to the duds. No, man. Like, on the hockey rink, you're the most charming man. Oh, with the guy with the other my teeth, hair? With the other teeth, the guy did pull your hair. That was pretty funny. I gave him a little shot after the fucking whistle. Then he turned around and he just pulled my hair a little bit out of the back of my helmet. <laughs> That was pretty good. Yeah. That was good. Stopped you in your tracks. And I was like, I mean, what do you do at that point? No, you do nothing. You do nothing. <laughs> just like the just like the dads of the week. Yeah, they do nothing. <laughs> Josh Allen, quarterback versus Baltimore, 10.74 points. Yeah. Brutal, because guys are starting them, obviously. I probably would, too. 146 pass yards, pass study, nine rush yards, two point, but he did have a fumble lost. Okay. Hers, hers satellite. Wide receiver, another John stat. Tyrell Williams versus Tennessee, three and a half points. Four targets, three receptions, 3.5 yards. Tough one for the kid on John's yeah. bench, but just trying to grind him a little bit. Yeah, why not? Running back, we touched on him lots. Alvin Kamara versus San Fran. Yeah. Uh, 13 rush attempts, 25 rush yards, six targets, four receptions, 18 receiving yards. One fumble lost um, in a game that there was 94 points scored. Mm-hmm. 2.3 points. So frustrating. Real frustrating. Shane has him in the 40. I have him in the triple F. We were texting all Sunday being like, this motherfucker. Like, Can't get you nothing. <laughs> nothing. Tight end. I'm Michael Jusecki. I'm Michael Jusecki. I'm Michael Jusecki from Shad Island. <laughs> he played the Jets last Sunday. Um, or two weeks ago, and he had 79 yards in one tutty. Guys were starting him this week. I believe Cat Dude did. Okay. And he had five targets for one reception and six yards. God damn. Point zero six points. Man, you were so close. Staten Island? You know where he's actually from? New Jersey. Oh, <laughs> New Jersey. Yeah, I'm a Jersey boy. Michael Jusicki. <laughs> Michael Jusicki. Oh, but probably from Hoboken. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay, well, the buds this week. At quarterback, we have to go with Drew Brees against the Niners. 29 completions, 349 yards, 5 tutties, 0 picks. Wild game. 
Easily the game of the week. He was on fire, scored 44 fantasy points for owners. At wide receiver, Gord's boy, Gord's future boy, Gord's future jersey, Darius Slayton against Ooh, Philly. Oh, baby. 157 uh, 57 reception yards, two touchdowns, silky smooth rook. Very solid and impressive. 31 points as he was catching the rock from Eli. At running back, sorry, Gord, I had to do it. Austin Eckler against the Jacksonville oh, Jaguars. Man. 101 yards on the ground, 112 yards through the air, one score. Little Dynamo helped the Chargers crush the Kitties and helped Shane avoid the Gregor, all at the expense of my boy, El Huncho. Oh, Good man. for 35 fantasy points. Yeah, that was tough. God damn. And Chris jinxed me. He's like, man, he's like, one guy could score 30 points. Oh. And he did. Do we want to touch on the... Chris was saying stuff to Feldman. Like, oh man, no, like your team's really good. You're still in it, even though like an hour into their matchup, he that was thing done. was over. It was Vince Carter at the All Star Game Slam Dunk Competition. Over. It's over. It's over. And don't pretend like Feldman had a shot. We all know he didn't. Feldman included. And I, I'm not meaning in any disrespect again. Hopefully, people are okay with me after this app. <laughs> um, I don't mean disrespect. You know what I mean? But at the same time. You know, Chris has a loaded team, and they were in a hundred and forty-eight. And how many Feldman ended up with? One twenty, 120, which is good too. Which is really good. Would it beat fucking almost anybody else in the April? I didn't check the Valley Views scores. Yeah, I don't think Johnny or I set a lineup. I didn't dress a kicker or a tight end. I think. Yeah. Anywho, and I had two out, the running backs that were out. Anyways, and at tight end, oh, our favorite, our favorite. Noah Fant against the Houston Texans. And he's hurt now. Hurt again. Yeah. Sucks because he helped the Broncos shock the world in their big win over the Houston Texans. He had four catches on four targets for 113 yards and a house call. 21 points for this week's wonderful tight end. Give it to him. Yeah. That's it. That's all. That's the buds. Yeah. Well, should we talk about the leagues quickly? Yeah, we might as well we're, touch on we're, it. We're flirting close with a little bit of too much. I know. So, 145 right now. We can rip through this. Okay. But well, we got to touch on a few things. Last week, N40L, uh, the Vices and the Blazers both had buys. Yeah. Uh, the Bud Pirates took down Cowtown Killers. Good for uh, Feldy, first uh, time in the A-pool. Yeah, congrats, Tough buddy. loss, tough loss. Uh, 148 to 120. And the now cardboard corner... Last week was one Formerly and one done. and done, yeah. Uh, beat the Scoundrels, 98 to 77. Both not great scores, but, ah. Yeah. That's what it takes sometimes. In the B pool, I lost to the Degenerates, 93 to 78, putting me in the Gregor. Uh, the Coronas. <laughs> oh, just glance over. Yeah. <laughs> the Coronas beat the Careless Whisper, 97 to 88. Putting us both in the Gregor. Kitten Boy and the Bonaires had a bye. Yeah. Uh, as a result of those uh, matchups, the Blazers will take are taking on uh, the Cardboard Corners, Nigel and his squad in the semis, while the Vices take on the, uh, the Linwood Butt Pirates and Chris. In the B-Pool, as we alluded uh, to it, the Kitten Boys will take on... Who are they taking on? The Coronas? No, Kitten Boy takes oh, on... the Degens? Yeah, and Sweat Bonaires take the Coronas. Yeah, and Gord tried to glance over it, but 
He is moving on to the Gregor Bowl against John, both members of the famed Axe Head Division. And we know that in the last uh, few few years, John has had Gord's number. There's nothing really else to say. No, there's nothing that comes to mind. Three total wins. Two of them came against Gord. Last Chris season, tonight. I believe he was undefeated against Gord as well. Then no, I beat him once last beat year. Beat him once. Okay, so one out of the last four you've taken. For a guy that's won, probably one out of the last four. Like, the guy, he doesn't win a lot. No. I yeah, don't. so, I don't know. I'm in tough. It is, yeah. It is, uh... I have to win. I can't lose. Are you worried? No, I won't lose. No, won't lose. No. Okay. Well, I, I like I we're on record. I, I don't think you'll lose either. I think John's in tough. I think John's uh, lack of urgency throughout the season as his team plummeted is going to hurt him in the long run because his bench isn't nearly as strong. Uh, not saying that I want him to lose, but I'm just saying that if you look at both rosters, Gord's got the way better team. Either way, they're both in the Gregor, and there's nothing really else to say, but it's been a long December. But I can't imagine what's going through your I'm in tough, man. I'm in tough. It's tough. Um, We didn't really want to touch on streaks anymore because we're into a new kind of segment of the season in fantasy. So we'll touch on the moves tracker. And to nobody's surprise, in first place is El Hancho (laughs) Gordo at 35 moves. Does that include all my drops, though? It includes every move you've made. So a few of those are drops. Oh, yeah. Well, when you slash your bench. They were all done for the year anyway. You could grab somebody new, though. Now you got to make a separate transaction, which will just add to the transaction total. <laughs> Is this a ploy? <laughs> <laughs> in second place, Johnny. Not far behind with 32. And in third, desperation. Kellen with 30. I'm just saying. Yeah. Guy's not used to be a toiler. No, he's Usually not. Usually he's an upper echelon guy. Yeah, he's an April guy. He's toiling. Toiling. Maybe dad life is just hitting him hard. Who knows? It's tough to say. Or maybe it's just football gods punishing him for flip-flopping on teams. <laughs> His entire life. Houston. Indy. Yeah. Casey, oh, big Indy guy. Defense. Yeah. Love the Jags. <laughs> um, no, I like Houston. Oh, but I like Indy. Mahomes is so much fun to watch. 
Oh, shit. Okay, in the Triple F, playoffs happen. Johnny had a bye. The NSRS had a bye, now known as the Rundle Ramosas. Oh, baby. So they were waiting ahead of the East matchups. The downtown Z-Boys got crushed by the Meat Beaters, unfortunately. Robbie, solid, solid first season of fantasy. Props, man. Uh, much respect. And that's with dismantling Gord's basically entire drafted team for you. So that's mm-hmm. uh, that's impressive, dude. Yeah, came in third. Yeah, give it to him. Yeah. And on the other side of it, the Trouser Sinks lost to Kess at 4th and 20, uh, also known as the Trash Talker. So we look at the next uh, matchups going into the semis. Johnny will take on the Meat Beaters and Chris and Tony. Well, uh, the Ramosas will take on 4th and 20. And there's been a little bit of uh, chirping going on between that matchup. There has been. I tried to tell I tried to tell Kess, I said 20 bucks. Wouldn't go for it. Mm-hmm. And he's changed his name to You People. You People. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Whew. So, um, he's trying to bring it, but you know what? I don't let, I don't let stuff like that phase me. You know? Yeah, that's right. Shake it off. Baby. Okay, well, in the B pool, the Swans and the Banyas had their buys. So the Nine Rivers took on the lowly Dribbles, and they beat them handily. The Dribbles now punched their ticket to the Loser Bowl. Well, the Gluttons took on my Tokes, who were on a five-game slide. And thanks for coming to the door, Bakey, and snapping that for me. I beat them. Gluttons move on to the um, B-Pool Loser Bowl. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's set. So I take on the Swans uh, next week. Well, the Banyas will take on Nine Rivers and Accountant. And the Gluttons and the Dribbles take on each other in a yet-to-be-determined uh, punishment, but God, you know it's going to suck. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, fuck. Verdict is in, boys. Who's going to answer the bell? It's true. Well, this might have something to do with it. <laughs> okay, listen to this. Moves tracker in the triple F. The highest in the 40 was Gord at 35. Robbie blew that out of the water. <laughs> in first place, Robbie, 43 transactions. No way. <laughs> and not far behind, John McDaniel in second with 41. <laughs> and then in the distant third is a tie between Gord and Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. At 34. What's telling is the dribbles have made a total of five <laughs> this year. <laughs> hey, probably all me. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. No, man. Well, that's it. And that's, that's what's it. up. All right. Well, good app. Yeah. Well, we're not done. Oh. We're not done. We got to end it with what everybody likes. A little lullaby to go to sleep to. A and we'll probably tuck time. it in. Tuck it in in a gentle just gentle, just under two hours. Just gentle. Well, this is about the quick story. You know, it's uh, it was a tough one for me. A leap of faith. Had a pretty good night at the billiard club one night. Went to the Oiler game before, and uh, as old Gord was trucking down the stairs, had my hands on the two railings. Kid tripped himself. (laughs) 
face first because I grabbed the railings trying to think it was going to block me. Right? Yeah. Instead of having my hands out in yeah. front of my yeah. face. Yeah. Kid hit the deck. <laughs> Cut on my forehead and above my mustache. Bad. Yeah. And a guy named Brian wrapped me up, sent me in a cab. <laughs> She'll manage. I went to the Northeast Edmonton Hospital, or like medical Medis, center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had like I knew my Alberta healthcare number off by heart, but she wasn't having it. Right? I'm like, Kay, I'm like, I know it. Yeah. And she was like, no, As you your need fucking it. lip is hamburger meat. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Piled, obviously. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ended up getting, I think. 13 stitches out of the deal. Yeah, oh yeah. And, you know, returned to form a couple weeks later. Yeah. It was a tough one. Bounce backed. Bounce back. The bounce back boy. The bounce back boy. Uh, Oh, man. Wasn't there uh, rumors or is it fact that there's a video of this circulating? There is video, but don't have it anymore, thank God. But you saw it. I've seen it. I've seen it. Oh. It's rough. Ah, <laughs> oh, you win some, you lose some, boys. Oh, fucking shit. tough break. Well, oh, baby. All right, episode thirty-one. We'll see you boys next week for sure. Thanks for tuning in.